welcome to the Winning Sometimes show where Matt, Emiliano, and I are not going to be able to show video of anything we talk about because we really don't want to get sued. That's right, we're talking about Disney and how they ruined Star Wars. If that wasn't clickbait enough title for you, then I don't know what to do for you. Uh, now that we've made possibly a controversial statement, let's see if anyone actually agrees. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. I think I'm doing pretty good right now. Uh, at least probably better than we will be after we dissect Disney's takeover of Star Wars. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, well, no face. How has Disney ruined Star Wars? <laughs> I mean, has uh, so Disney I, ruined I Star lead, Wars? I, oh, <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, let's let's dissect that. I guess I get to lead us off here. Um. So yeah, let's let's just jump jump right into it then. Um, I will say that, um, I've pretty much only seen the movies. Like, I think I read some of the comic books when I was a kid. So like when it was still in the eighties or whatever, I read some of the comic books, but other than that, I've only ever seen the movies. So that's what I'm going to base, basing all of my stuff off of. Um, I know that, uh, like you and Ronan have, uh, done some of the extended universe stuff and things like that and so y'all may be able to interject on that so i'll start with the extended universe which i know nothing about but disney killed it so disney basically said that none of that was canon anymore and like there's like a basically a billion different things i could go into and i'll i'll go into them but probably like my biggest thing i I will straight up say that i was really hopeful uh, when Disney took over Star Wars because they were going to bring a ton of cash to the franchise. Like, if you think about it, if there's any studio in the world that's going to be able to throw as much money at a franchise as is necessary, like, they want to get a A-list cast, like, everybody. Uh, you want to have your, your extras be A-list, they can afford it. You want to have, like, the best possible, like, directors, um, you know, and screenwriters, they can afford it. So I was super hopeful. Eh, it turns out a little bit that I think they did some things basically on the opposite direction, kind of like, oh, how can we make the most money off of these things? And uh, I think they, like, in my opinion, they killed some of the EU stuff because, and correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Chewbacca die in the extended universe? Like, he's not in, um, like, he dies at some point in that, right? They drop a planet on him, I believe, at one point yes. in the book. So, <laughs> like, like the, the extended universe... There's a lot of great stuff in there. Not all of it's great, though. There is also a lot of garbage. But... Um, well, I hate to break it to you about the movies. <laughs> Sorry, continue. See, see, and, and like and like you were saying, I agree with your statement that, you know, Disney came in and they wanted to make money. And I feel like their idea of making money was to throw a lot of names at you. Say, hey, look who we've got to do this. Be excited. But the problem that they had is that there was no vision, you know, because each, everything is separate. Everyone has their own thing. Uh, like at Marvel, as an example, who's also Disney owned. Kevin Feige is like the head guy and he has his, like, this is what I want. This is the story, you know, and you can tell that there's kind of, it doesn't always work, but there is an interconnectedness and it feels like, Organic in in a movie studio sense, organic. Sure. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Disney's take. I I completely agree with you, and and that's like the thing that I say. Like I was ex- I was hoping it's like oh they're gonna bring in a ton of money, um, because say what you will about George Lucas, he was uh, cohesive. Like you know, the, the prequels are like so memeable and like let's be honest they're terrible um and they only look good in comparison to the sequels <clears throat> but like across that there was an overarching vision um disney came in and like made all their decisions in my opinion based off of what they thought could be most profitable um like they were just going to throw the name star wars on as many things as they could and yeah like it's hard to if you're still considering the extended universe canon i don't know if the planet got dropped on Chewbacca, um, like where in the timeline that would have occurred. But one of the most recognizable characters from the original trilogy that you can like throw into any movie because he's just a fursuit. Um, 
like he's dead and so like that's not marketable so we have to uh, i have never heard of chewbacca's costume as a fursuit and you know what it makes sense (laughs) what would you call it it makes sense you're right i just hadn't put two and two together (laughs) oh that's this 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 episode is going to be spectacular (laughs) (laughs) it's funny that that you were optimistic about the purchase the disney purchase of the franchise um because at the time i didn't see it positively um and yeah i mean that makes sense more money does not mean good right um but when you're talking about oh well we if we want something to make it good we can get it now there is no financial barrier that makes sense <sighs> yeah and I, if, I mean at, like uh jj jj abrams as the first director like i was excited because you his, his star trek movie had uh, r2d2 cameo and you're thinking okay this guy likes star Cares. wars he basically made yeah, he he basically his Star Trek movie was basically Star Wars. That wasn't Star Trek. There was no science in that movie. It was all you know a long long time ago. This this you know action space explosions. That's Star Wars. You know Star Wars doesn't care about the science. Star Wars cares about the action, about the story, and about the characters. The new Star Trek was mostly that. There was no science in that. Star Trek was about science. Was about like you know you know exploring. So I was I was excited that well we're gonna get a Star Wars movie now and not a Star Trek Star Wars movie, you know. Mm. So I I was hopeful for JJ Abrams. Yeah. But but and so okay no I want to hear your thoughts. But the first movie, even though it felt a lot like a New Hope, a lot like a New Hope. I liked the characters. They were fun. the The chemistry was great. You know. BB-8 was hilarious. So um, the Death Star thing, I mean, come on, third time. But the characters I cared about, the action was good. So um, I let a lot of it slide, I think, because of that. I think everyone you did, know? yeah. Because, I mean, you know, you, I liked Finn. I liked Ray. You know, well, when sure. we first met them, they were hopeful. They, they were having fun. They were laughing. They were hugging, you know, Poe. Should have died, but I'm glad he didn't. And then I kind of wasn't. But <laughs> you know, so 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 no. Come on, t- come on. Talk talk to me about episode seven. Oh, you're muted. Oh, sorry. Uh, like I don't. You were laughing a lot okay. just now. What? Uh, okay, because like. Because of Jar Jar Abrams, like he is such a hack director, and like I am going on record right now as like he's a fucking hack. I have like hated him since he did Lost. All right, um, I never saw Lost. Um, so it's really good if you like shows that don't have any real direction and are just all build up with no conclusion or climax or really reason for being after like season two. You know what? So if you're into that, number yeah, seven absolutely. is like that. You're right. Number seven has all the buildup, and then, so okay. So, and and this is where, like, I think the the Disney influence came in. I don't think it was necessarily, like, I don't want to say, oh, it was it was it was Disney. Like, it's all Disney's fault that these movies went this way. Um, it was in my opinion, taking someone who is like putting a business person in charge of these movies. It could have been Lucas films. And if George Lucas had like died and I don't know, like whoever is like CFO was like became creative director, we would have had the same situation occur because um, you said like um, a, a new hope was basically like you just carbon copied a new hope for episode um, seven, seven, eight, seven, 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 <clears throat> Right. And that, and that's true. Like it was just a carbon copy and it failed both as a standalone movie and as a sequel because it rehashed a bunch of old stuff without respecting that old stuff. It didn't really introduce any new stuff. It just basically put like a new, um, like skin on top of episode four and like it was just it was such a just a a a trash 
movie and it like and oh my god like so many things in there god uh, which one eight you, you said blood pressure number seven okay uh, spoilers we're, we're gonna spoil the shit out of all this so yeah we expect oh, yeah. you have yeah, seen yeah, yeah. star wars go the watch. last trilogy so seven eight nine don't you, you know what you don't know you them. saying that they didn't respect i totally forgot that han solo dies I, it was just out of my mind. And he never should have been doesn't in the respect. movie. Yeah, you saying like, doesn't respect, and I'm like, that's right. He died. What? Well, because in in yeah. Harrison Ford actually got this one right. He did not want to be in that movie. He's like, I'll be in this movie. You don't make me yeah, be in any more. But, because like, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not. Exactly. I'm not sticking yeah, around for this. <laughs> but like he. He, he had it right because, like, if it's a new movie for a new generation, you take the themes, the concepts, that world building that existed in the original trilogy and in the prequels, but, you know, with better writing, like dialogue, um, and you put that into a new scenario, and we got a carbon copy of the uh, of episode four with the original cast overshadowing all these new people they're bringing in in kind of like this jumbled up mystery box mess that Jar Jar Abrams is so like fond of because like uh, the stupid lightsaber when um, guy specs the little like frog lady um, with glasses. Oh, who cares? Oh, yeah. I don't even. I don't remember her name. Does anybody I remember her name? Who cares? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, is, is I, I know when you're saltiness, though, I wasn't planning to be this salty. <laughs> oh yeah, that, I, I knew that's. Um, I mean, like, everyone who's actually looking at the video, I this is this is water. I'm drinking water. I know it doesn't look like that. This is not water because I knew how like salty I was going to get. Um, <clears throat> but glasses lady, like she, yeah, glasses lady who has like the curio shop. Um, when Ray finds the lightsaber, uh, and she's like, how did you find this? Where did this come from? And like all the force ghosts or whatever speaking to her, which by the way, never gets explained. Uh, and, and what's her face? Frog lady just tells her like, that's a story for another time. No, it's not. That's a story for right now. Why do you have a lightsaber of like an old, like a, why, why do you have, why do you have Luke's lightsaber? Vader's. Yeah. That's a story for right now because you're looking hella suspicious right now like you tell me right now it's uh, it's like the stranger no time to explain type like writing like mm. <laughs> <laughs> but but you I'm know okay. it, it, it it almost feels like the problem disney had is that they had so much money because jj abrams wrote the first one and that's it and maybe 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 he said you know i'll only do this if you let me write the first one and then the next guy they got, the the Ray got that. What the heck is his name? Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. I think with him also, he wrote his own script without any talking with JJ because he went in a totally different direction that we, than what we thought they were going with. And his thing was, is I think he made a deal with Disney to do his own separate trilogy because Ryan Johnson was going to make a, another Star Wars trilogy of his own off on the side, like a side story um, off of Star Wars, you know. And then the eighth, ninth one, Disney brought J.J. back to kind of try to fix the mess he made that Brian tried to clean up. So, um, but anyway, I'm getting ahead of ourselves, but. Right. Um, well, here, I haven't, sorry. I haven't really spoke up. Um, I, I have to preface my position, my answer is yes. Disney has ruined Star Wars, but I'm not too broken up about it because we have the old Star Wars. Uh, and I also still consider the EU canon for myself, right? I still will in- engage those stories. Well, the the good ones. That's how it's always been with the EU, though, right? <laughs> there's shit stories and there's good stories. Um, so I can just keep doing that. Um but I have to preface this with I have not watched The Mandalorian yet. And I know mm. a lot of people really love The Mandalorian. I am I don't have Disney Plus. I won't buy another streaming service, so no thank you. Uh, maybe I'll watch it eventually or watch it at a friend's house or something or get a login from a friend, I don't know. But um look at looking at you, Emiliano. <laughs> I understand yeah. their decision. We'll, we'll talk later. I understand their decision to remove the EU. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there and a lot of it's stupid, uh, really stupid. Um, but there are authors like Timothy Zahn 
and Drew Karpishin, who who's you know he only wrote a couple books, but um, and there are others. I know there are some other good novels. Um, actually, my brother, who is probably less of a proclaimed nerd than self-proclaimed nerd than I am, has read way more than I have of the of the EU novels. EU meaning expanded universe. Uh, for anyone who's un, unsure about that. Um, but those authors are so good. <laughs> like, Star Wars for me, and this this is the real reason why, Star Wars for me is about the wonder and fantasy of space. Right? It's, it's, it is a tale as old as time, coming of age story about Luke and interacting with magic, basically. Right? This is like Harry Potter before Harry Potter. I mean, for a lot of kids who aren't in you know maybe are less into star wars but are into harry potter like that that's what that was for the world like truly the world like there are documentaries about how star wars impacted it like globally it's it's crazy and i still remember i mean this is sound old man of me but i still remember being like four years old holding my mom's hand at target in the same city that i live in now and they had this old CRT TV playing Star Wars, you know, the the remastered version that came out in the 90s. And they were just playing A New Hope. And I could not take my eyes off it. She was, like, checking out some clothing right next to the CRT. It's, like, you know, the aisle through, like, to the, the back of the store. And it's, like, halfway through. And I was just, like, and then she, like, tried to pull me along. And it's, like, ah, I, I want to watch this. <laughs> so she left me there. I mean, it was the 90s. And I watched the movie the whole time she was there and I could not keep my, like, and then she got it. I think, I think we got it for Christmas. So we like rented, uh, from Blockbuster, you know, the v- VHS Blockbuster. Yeah. Or, or Hollywood video. Cause that was nice. the bigger one in my city. And I, I have watched star Wars so many times and it was just, it like, it made me so like hyper as a kid. Like it was just all of these emotions of like excitement and courage and wonder. And it's like, it not only is it space cause space has always been awesome. Right. It's like the, the, the great unknown, um, the explorer in me loves space. And then you add to that, you know, a pseudo scientific like force power that not you know, anything that you put your mind to can, can become real. And, you know, you just have faith or whatever, basically. <laughs> and and that was so enthralling. And every single one of the original trilogy is so amazing. And John Williams, like, he probably is, like, extremely formative for me in my taste in music. I, I still remember, sorry, I didn't watch the original trilogy, you know, before the remaster. So they replaced the um, Yub Nub song with... A really great <laughs> replacement, but some people like the Yub Nub song. Song. Wait, which yep. which song are we talking about? The Yub Nub. The, Yub Nub. The Ewoks original. The, the original yes, song. Yub the, Nub. Dun, 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 dun. It, oh, oh. It was dun, like a Jim Henson dun, dun, kind of Muppets when style. When the series started going downhill. Yes, got it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Dude. Well, it was originally supposed to be a Wookiee planet, but they thought they sold more money with Ewoks, so which they probably did, but um. Yeah, so that's Star Wars for me. And anything in the EU or otherwise that inspires that level of wonder for me, or not that level, it does, doesn't even have to be that standard, but it invokes wonder, right? If it if it is mysterious and uses the Force and, like, all the games, Star Wars games, um, Knights of the Old Republic, um freaking even forces shadow yeah dark forces um x-wing tie fighter those games oh, like those mm. were so good and you could actually go explore in the space and do the black black laser fights and um yeah so i love the like technical onomatopoeias we're having yeah, for things yep, nope. you know, like the black <laughs> black fights and the, the... <laughs> but and and so this is this is controversial for certain generations i think but i like the original they're the the um the prequels like i do i don't like jar jar so don't don't 
don't you know burn me at the stake but uh, episode one was i know it's hard in, in of but its own, remember man. i was 11 when that came out yeah like i i read lucas talking he, about he made episode one for kids basically for kids new yeah. to star wars and yes and i, think I he was su- he succeeded at that yes you know and, and i wouldn't to, this is my argument and i've had this discussion with coworkers. you know when i first got into software development we had a bunch of nerd conversations and like oh my gosh you're so young it's like that though the prequels had that wonder okay they it was made coherently like i like how you said that or before by somebody who cared and wanted to continue that universe and so it did like qui-gon jinn is one of my favorite jedi ever and obi-wan kenobi is one of my favorite jedi ever (laughs) Right. And those uh, are both prequel characters. And there's a whole lot of good in those and the Clone Wars. And then, you you know, there was there's an edit out there on YouTube of like Obi-Wan Kenobi has uh, has PTSD and it's going through the first scene with the start with the lightsaber. And he's like talking about, oh, your father did this. He was a really good Jedi. Um, you know, he was really brave and it was like doing flashbacks of battles they had. And it was like, it was extremely touching because for me, like that, those things are connected. And I think he did a good job anyway, prequels. It's all coherent. It's all inspires a sense of wonder and fantasy. Wait, wait, and as then, a side note, as a side note, yeah. sorry, the, the Quigon, I bought the, uh, Star Wars one Phantom Menace CD. Yeah. And on the back of it. One of the songs was titled Death of Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Two weeks before the movie came out. Oh, no. On the back of the CD was titled Death of Qui-Gon Jinn. And oh, I was no. like, you s- Yes. The CD spoiled it. You, oh. You, you guys don't remember that? You guys don't remember that? That was a big one all over the I news. I didn't have money. I, I didn't buy the soundtrack. Yeah. Well, I bought the soundtrack. And on the back of the box, like track, I don't know, nine or, or, or eight or whatever, Death of Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, that's And Disney apologized or something like that, too. But, yeah. So. I bet. Good so, job. That's rough. Sorry that happened. Sorry. Sorry. Go, go, go on to your <laughs> Well, I was thoughts. just going to say, and then we it's come okay. to... We're, we're here to support you, Ronan. Yeah. <laughs> and, and even... So, Timothy Zahn and Drew Carpenter are my two favorite authors. And if you read those books, which are the Thrawn trilogy and the um, um, Darth Bane trilogy... Uh, those all like all of the good Star Wars literature, media, etc., um, extend that sense of wonder and fantasy, and they you know they respect the world of Jedi and the world of the Force, and they don't add crazy, stupid things that don't make sense. I mean, midichlorians, not not their greatest <laughs> choice. You don't have to science freaking fantasy and you shouldn't but yeah then we come to the new trilogy and the first one whatever pass it it it, they they redid a lot of stuff but i i could see how they you know they were trying not to piss everyone off that makes fun it was exciting yeah and ray i mean maybe some more information about her backstory or or you know rather than just running around and ah, 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 like that's, that was her personality, but you know, whatever it's maybe, maybe she is the foil for the audience. Maybe we're putting ourselves in her shoes. So that's fine. You know? Okay. Hang on. Can, can I, can I, um, inject some salt there? Sure. So again, as I've stated, I do not like the prequels and and I'm, I'm going to bring this back to Ray. So just, just give me a second. Um, I do not like the prequels, but <clears throat> they, like you said, respected all like the rules of the movies and they made sense. Like, for instance, one of the things, if you think about the original trilogy, when Luke gets his hand cut off, what do they replace it with? A prosthetic, a, a bionic hand. That looks like a hand, right? It looks like a human hand. Yeah. And they like poke him with it and everything if you think about in the prequels when um vader gets his hand cut off what do they replace it with bionic hand one that looks robotic that does not have like a actual human look around it because 
that happens 20, 30 years before Luke gets his hand cut off. And so technology has not developed to that point where they have like the pain sensors and things like that. And they put it. So George Lucas was very, very good. Say what you want about his ability to write dialogue. Was very good at world building and understanding the rules of his own world. I mean, well, for that one, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Okay, hang on. Empire Strikes I, yeah. Back, because the technology at that point looks old, right? Whereas in the prequels, it's all shiny and new. So okay, I, that's because it was I all have, CGI. I have, I have but, explanation uh, for that. Ronan. Yeah, there, and it's also I, well, at least uh, I have, Empire versus. I have yeah. a reason why I'm okay with it, but um, the uh, the hand. I mean, technology's been around. The whole idea is that this this whole republic is thousands of years old, mm-hmm. and so the technology um, that exists is already like it. It's pretty well developed. There aren't any huge yeah. major changes. Maybe like, uh, well, I don't want to go too too into the weeds well, but the, the the point i'm getting at, at least yeah it is actually yeah is is not really ha- doesn't have anything to do with the hand it's his uh, it was kind of george lucas's attention to detail to show progress and things like that and kind of one of the things that we saw in the original trilogy you don't just start out being good at the force you know even in the prequels in the original trilogy you can't just pick up a lightsaber and i don't know duel a sith lord to a draw and like with zero practice ever right and so like that's one of the things that in um the the sequels they're just like whatever we're just gonna like like we're gonna say it was a fun movie and it was it was absolutely a fun movie but it was a disservice to new fans to the series because they they threw all these old characters and things you were like references to the original movies that if you're a new fan you had no damn idea what they were talking about and then they did stuff like that so if you're an old fan you're like how the f- is she so good at like all of this stuff how is she so Mary Sue and so but the, like well, that's the thing is... what I did, did not like but see and I, for, for me my explanation or reasoning behind that is that she didn't beat him one-on-one. He'd already been tired out and a little bit damaged by Finn prior to her coming up and battling him. I oh, mean, so Finn, also the guy who had no training with a lightsaber? And had no well, force the, sensitivity. <laughs> but, see, but see, the Seven indicated that he did have force sensitivity. That's the thing. Like, did it though? There were hints. Did it? There were hints. Yeah. Well, I I felt like it did. Sure. The the the, the at the beginning when 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 they're massacring the village, you know, something happens and he gets like knocked out of his thing. To me, that was like something force related. That oh. that's kind of happened around Roman. the time. I that's traumatic. Well, I'm just, no, for sure. And and you can you know that that's that's your position and that's fine. I I personally don't think that at all um, because. I don't think they would have they I mean you have to give more to a viewer. You have to if you're going to explain things that would go on in your head, you have to give some kind of visual representation of that. And none of the visual representation they had indicated force at all. Like maybe if he had like moved something or like he like rebelled against his squad and then he used the force like accidentally to do something like as you know, force sensitives are, you know, prone to do. Um, I would I would buy that, but you know that didn't happen. Um, yeah, because but... because I, I I thought like the whole thing uh, on the planet with the eyeglass lady when they first got the lightsaber and he actually picks it up and he's able to somewhat wield it against that other guy. You know, like because the 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 OG trilogy set up that someone only someone with the force could wield a lightsaber. Someone without it would just cut themselves. So I was still thinking that at the time. Like, oh, he can wield a lightsaber. Well, again, that's because he you actually have... respected the rules of the universe. Well, I know. I know. But I'm just telling you that, like, I'm thinking of focusing just on Seven. You know, sure. for me, Seven, these are the reasons why I like Seven. You know, you had two possible Force users, right? Um, you know, I liked Poe was was kind of witty and stuff. Although, you know, it was kind of weird that he, that he just happened to survive at the end. That's kind of like... I started thinking, wait a second, that seems kind of odd. You know, he, he leaves BB-8, the most important thing in the world, and he doesn't try to find him. He just leaves. It's like, what? Would he really do that? Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um, 
to me, the rules that have been set up in the OG trilogy, like you're talking about, only a Force person could successfully wield a lightsaber. Someone not with the Force would just cut themselves or hurt themselves. So to me, these are kind of leading that, oh, Finn fights the stor- the Stormtrooper, fights uh, Kylo, you know, and is able to hurt him, Force user, kind of, you know. And, and he's able to break out of the, out of the, uh, at the beginning, he's able to break out of the brainwashing, you know. And to me, it seemed like he broke out of it when Kylo came and started using the Force near him. So to me, it was like, oh, you know, the Force knocked him out of his uh, brainwashing. So anyway. Ronan, you, are you planning on taking a run after this? Because you're, you're stretching. <laughs> Dude, it's all there. I, I, Go watch the I, movie. I do think it's a bit of a stretch. Like, just because someone uses the Force around you doesn't necessarily awaken. I mean, I haven't seen anything like no, that. No, but so there's that maybe, resonance. Maybe and and maybe, the first one. Sure. I personally don't see anything about Finn having Force sensitivity at all. Um, and the whole whether or not they can use the lightsaber, um, that would always conf- confuse me in the EU because it's like, oh, do they need the force to activate the laser, you know, uh, the lightsaber, or can they just use it and then, you know, it's so imbalanced of a weapon that you know they would they would just cut themselves. If that's yeah, the case, then that anybody it. can turn on a lightsaber, and and anybody can swing it around, um, and he just didn't happen not to cut himself, right? Um, so that, that's like a, an implicit assumption there, at least to me. I mean, that, again, I don't care cause I hate the video. <laughs> I hate the movies, but, yeah, yeah. um, no, Ray, I, I agree with, I agree with you, Matt, that like, if, okay, I don't care if Ray is better at the force than Luke and Darth Vader. But both Luke and Darth Vader did not have the Force, you know, without any training. Like, there are Force sensitives, and as a Force sensitive, you have this raw power, and an un- under emotional, and all the lore, even if you just look in the, the, the movies, emotional situations can evoke Force power. But, like, just being able to, like, pick it up, I'm great. <laughs> and it's like perfect at everything. It's like that doesn't respect the the idea of the Force as built by decades of Star Wars, like media, not even fan stuff, just media. Um, the shows, the movies, the comics, and the books. Sure, I mean those are extra stuff. So for cutting those out, whatever. But in the movies, Luke barely can pull a Force. I mean, force pull a lightsaber out of, you know, the snow, which is not super. I mean, maybe it's ice. Okay. It's ice. Let's just say that. So it's a little harder, but like he, he's had a little bit of training and he can't, can't even do that. Like he's had to do the, the, the training laser ball and he, he's got to do that. But Ray is just perfect at it. It's like, that's not like make her stronger. Just obey the rules of the universe right and i'm fine with that and she's not a skywalker or whatever i mean there are plenty of extremely powerful people in the expanded universe thousands of years ago um yeah you're you're hitting on some of my other other gripes uh with the with the sequels as well which is funny um Man, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how much longer I, I can. We, I, we like, time check. We are thirty-four minutes these, in. But, but um, like I mean, I can. I can go. I can go all night. Like I have lists on lists. But yeah. Um, well, let me. The. I feel like if I'm gonna sum it up, because I don't want to go too into like the oh well this part and this part and oh and it's like no that's like get my pen my pocket protector and my glasses to push up and be like excuse me actually in yeah i don't want to do that too much um we have to explain ourselves but to me jj abrams is is a franchise wrecker uh he doesn't i mean super eight is the only good thing that i've heard is like universally pretty good 
uh, that he's made. And Star Trek sucks. Like I didn't even I did not watch those movies. I mean, I watched a little bit on a plane, but I stopped like halfway through. Like, no, this is not Star Trek. The the first one it, was about like it wasn't Star uh, Trek, but they were episode. fun. They were fun. Sure, for me. they weren't. Star they're Trek, they're, they're was, fun. It was the not Force Star Trek movies. Of, it was not Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah. So the second one had Beastie Boys. It was great, but it wasn't Star Trek. Right. <laughs> and was, Led Zeppelin in the trailer. Yeah, it wasn't Star Trek, <laughs> but it was fun, you know. Yeah, and that's anyway. fine. And and maybe make a spinoff, but don't like make this Star make this Star Trek. Like, so and, and I don't want like his I, monster movie. What was his monster movie? Cloverfield. I thought I like Cloverfield. Oh. I mean, that one's either like it or hate it, right? I mean, if it didn't give you motion sickness, it was okay. Which, yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it. I didn't think it was worth a, a movie ticket. I no, I didn't he, watch it. He's I've hack. almost I watched him. it several times at friends' houses, but um, watching movies at friends' so, houses is a dead. Well, <laughs> a well dead how about we talk a little, talk quickly about number number eight? Because number seven we talked about. So what about number eight? Like. I'm about I have to make issues a controversial with, statement. I have a lot of issues with number eight. So, so maybe may, may let's just try to try to keep well, let me, it short. Let me so finish. Let long. me finish my point because okay, J.J. Oh, Abrams sorry, sorry. is a franchise wrecker, and he knows how to make a movie that'll make money, and that's what he did, and that's why Star. That's, that's why true. Disney has ruined Star Wars. Is that they are they they spent what was it two billion dollars one point nine or something like one point three? It was less, which is like insanely low. F- I mean, in today's money for a franchise of that scale right and an engagement um so disney turned around and what do they do like we don't worry we got this we're taking out the expanded universe but that's just to give us creative freedom right well what did they do that that creative freedom they did bullshit <laughs> okay like jj abrams wrote fluff and ryan johnson is an egotistical stupid person <laughs> He he's like screw everyone. Have, have, I have a story to tell. It's not Star Wars. It's got all these agendas. And I'm again. I'm not diversity and all that stuff. It's great. Let's get that stuff in movies. Let's do it in a natural, like believable way. Um, and they did. And he did not. Um, have you seen any of Ryan Johnson's other stuff? Ryan Ryan Johnson. Have you? I don't his name? Ryan? care. Like he he. Oh. I guess all the rage that it would have had. <laughs> All the salt that I would have had for seven yeah. was put on eight, and then nine. Eight. Like I went out of the the movie theater, like, ah, okay. And then I thought about it for a couple of days, and I was like, Oh, nine no. was horrible. No, nine was horrible. Well, they just but, took all like, these expanded universe concepts and, and threw them in. Like, oh, hopefully this will this will appease the nerds. They, they threw the EU in a blender and then picked up like can't put the script together from that. Yeah. So yeah, that so was like, a that was a hand. I'm. My essay is due on at 8 a.m. today. It is 2.30 a.m. I need to get an hour of sleep because I can't put a sentence together. So why don't I just copy a bunch of my notes, throw them in there, and in the morning I'll fix them up. Like uh, Rian Johnson, I watched his one uh, Knives Out, and we enjoyed it. It was a fun murder mystery. Um, and I hear his other work is actually really good. But yeah, his his Star Wars show I feel like was a um, a vehicle to get him his own Star Wars trilogy, mm. you know. How so? And um, yeah, because because you know he he introduced characters, introduced concepts. the The biggest thing for me, the only reason that that Casino Planet was there was to introduce that Force sensitive kid. That was the only reason that planet was there. That Force sensitive kid. I've read was going to be his vehicle or his, you know, a uh, uh, going off point to make his own point, thing. point of view character. Really? Huh? He's me- one me- of the me- stable on hands. The planet? Yeah. 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 The stable hands, so, the kids force the sensitive broom? and he has the ring. Yeah. yeah. The broom. I- I've heard do that. That you, was going to be. Do y'all want to know why y'all hate uh, episode eight so much? What's that? Because you like and are invested in Star Wars. (laughs) And this is the controversial statement I'm about to make. Episode 8 was by far the best standalone movie out of the entire sequel trilogy. But isn't that the one where they killed Chewbacca for like 10 minutes? Yeah, that was. They killed Chewbacca? 
Yeah. Remember oh. the Chewbacca, ship blows up. Well, okay, hang on. The ship it's blows like, up. Oh, there's another ship. Oh no, no, Leia. You're talking about Leia. No. Where like she. No, no, no. That's Chewbacca. Because that was stupid. That no, was well that that too. Which well, I don't that care. Was that Leia can have yeah, force powers. I'm fine with Leia having force powers. In fact, she's well, like in EU, in EU she trained. She does have force powers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that's fine. But this this is what I'm saying, and this is why it's the best standalone movie. Because you can come into that movie. It is, it is the best standalone movie for new fans. It is a terrible movie for anyone else. Because you can come into that movie knowing literally nothing about Star Wars and watch that movie. And you may be like, okay, they made some stupid decisions or some weird things. It's not the greatest there, movie. But follow, yeah, but you would be able to follow it and understand it and be like, and especially like that force sensitive kid, you're like, oh, well, yeah, like this force stuff, it's just a thing that people have. You don't need to know like the background of the Palpatines. You don't need to know about the uh, uh, Skywalkers. You don't need to know that Han and Leia were married and had a kid and now he's a sit. Like, you don't need to know any background of that. You can just walk into that movie and understand it. Okay. The reason you hate it. Is because and that's why it was so divisive. Did because they new fans? Did they talk? Really liked it. So I, I get your point, and I don't disagree with mm-hmm. it. I'd have to think about it, but I, I get too. it. Did they talk about? Don't, don't think about it because it falls apart under scrutiny. <laughs> I mean, that's this whole well, podcast, I mean, right? I mean, you don't arc <laughs> laser blasts in space, you know. And if a ship runs out of energy, it doesn't just start falling backwards. It keeps going in its trajectory, like you know. Okay, I and didn't bombs say it was a good don't movie. Don't fall I... straight down Ro- in space. Okay, hang on. They there's there's a lot of reasons those things could happen. Anyway, sorry. I was still just like, I don't movie. want to go too it's into still a bad like, movie. Oh, it sucks because of this one and this one. And if if someone is <laughs> behind right. you all... in a speeder, they can't get in front of you to knock you out of the way of a of a, of a blast because the the. You can't. Yeah, if you could speed. go faster, there's, there's, why wouldn't you just go faster? Why wouldn't the first person just go faster? Yeah, it's like afterburners. You only use them, there's you know, no, occasionally. There's, there's no. Anyway, okay, sorry. right. I, I still no. I completely agree. It's a stupid movie, uh, and that's actually one of the other gripes that I was thinking of um, when you were talking about Ray using the lightsabers. Uh, her being a Mary Sue and all these things happening does not make her look like so awesome. It makes all of her opponents, and well, and this is throughout like the entire sequel. They all look incompetent. Like you think about, um, you know, Admiral Huxtable or whatever his name was, right? Huxley. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, He's he a character. Looks like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And so when they defeat him, you're like, well, mother, yeah, you better defeat him because he's stupid. And that's why they're able to make all these decisions. And so it makes like there's no tension in it. Um, and so, yes, I agree. Episode eight was a terrible movie, but not because, well, again, the bar was really low compared to like with seven <laughs> and and nine, but whatever, <clears throat> especially with nine. But as as a standalone movie, it is the easiest one for non-fans to get into and understand. And that's and that's, again, a huge reason why all of the sequels fail and fail miserably. Mm. So but in, in, any final thoughts on on eight before? Yeah, we, what's. Trash. Nine. Did they introduce <laughs> the story, the backstory of Mister Doom and Gloom, Adam Driver, um, in eight or nine, or was that seven? Uh, like the fact that he like was the Han reason. Solo's kid? No, the reason he turned that Luke to Dark to kill Side. Him. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that That's... was in in eight. Okay, that was eight. That whole arc is is stupid. Like it, it shouldn't also, exist. Also agree. Like no, no, no. Because my, you've my seen point, the other my movies. point is because it's because of what they did to Luke. Luke, who is this indomitable, like optimistic spirit. I mean, Mark Hamill himself has said, "This is not Luke, but I'm an actor. I'm getting paid. I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I'm just gonna put out the lines. It's not Luke Skywalker, and that's like the worst reason." Like that that's just emblematic of how they've treated this entire IP. And <laughs> Luke is not that person. Luke would not have this moment of, oh, do I kill this person? You know, do the one thing I haven't thought about doing to any of the characters I've met in this entire arc. I it's, didn't even want to genetic. kill my father. <laughs> like <laughs> genetic. Right. It's like that's you get, not you gotta kill the younglings. It's in your blood. What? You got to kill the younglings. That's in your blood. Oh, jeez. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> you got me there. Luke wouldn't do that still. And uh, nice. Yeah, it, it's just a, a BS reason, and he's he's a pansy the entire rest of the trilogy. Even in the last one, they like tried to give him some more badassery by like being this you know like quirky old hermit who eats green milk out of cow titties and excuse me. <laughs> it it's just not no no. It's just not it's not Luke, and the whole thing feels like they took. They took Star Wars out back, snipped a few nerves, you know, the ones that let you live, and then dismantled it piece by piece and put it on this new thing that is the new trilogy. And you can smell it. It's just, you can smell it a mile away. It's more like Star Wars just like woke up in a bathtub full of ice with no kidneys. Like that's kind of what (laughs) happened. And it's only got a few. few, (laughs) Okay. This is, I shouldn't be laughing at this is really dark. (laughs) <laughs> well, but you, you know your 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 comments about J.J. Abrams um, makes more sense now because it does feel like you know J.J. Abrams left this like cliffhanger with no direction as to where to go, and Rian Johnson had to come in and give direction. But you know, I I, I don't know because because you know it feels like each story was written by by a different person, you know, trying to. You know, there was no connective twi- tissue between, but AM. still connected to the to the uh, the previous one, and it, it kind of shows that there was no vision, that there was no overarching story. It was just kind of like piecemeal. Um, yeah, because okay, let, let's go on to nine, because nine, oh boy, I didn't know we were going through every every movie one by one. I don't, even, I don't even have anything to say about nine. Like, okay, well, nine was bad, just a whole lot of reasons. But let me let me bring it back to the EU. To the extended universe. In 1991 and 2, there was a comic book series called Dark Empire. And in it, Emperor Palpatine has a clone, has a clone bank where he's able to kind of jump body to body if he ever needs to, you know. Um, And I remember reading it and I remember like being like uh, thrilled and being like, wow, this is crazy at how powerful he really is, you know. Um, and I think in it, it's been a long time since I've read it, but I kind of like looked at the, the synopsis. He gets Luke to be his apprentice because he threatens Luke with all these clone armies that he has. Um, and and I, I remember it being kind of scary at the same time, and the art was wonderful. Um, but yeah, back in the 90s, they did this whole story with Emperor Palpatine, and they did it better, from what I recall, than what they did in this piece of garbage, number nine. You know, so yeah. I guess Abrams must have read him when he was a kid, too. Honestly. But plagiarize them. Just take them. The whole script. Throw it into eight. Throw it into nine. Who cares? You already said EU was he, banished. He parts of it in. Change what you need, but just copy that script. Freaking, you know, right? J.J. Abrams was here, right in between the margins. Who cares? That would have been a better story than nine. <laughs> That's fair. So, like I said, I don't, I mean, y'all, y'all have heard my feelings on everything else. I don't even want to get into nine. Um, Dude, but I guess force I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give. Come on, come on. What? No. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my overall thoughts because okay so because because w- w- there's no way we we can get into uh, Rogue One and Solo and um uh, like the last they they made a new season of Clone Wars and and just stuff like that. Yeah. Um, oh oh Clone so Wars I forgot is, about wait, Clone Wars. Wait yeah Clone Wars is good. Yeah, the first okay. two seasons of Clone Wars are a little rough. Okay, hang on. Let's. But it's that was story. that was Lucas Arts though. What's that? The the early like the first um, Clone Wars Clone was Wars still was, under Lucas. But Rebels was Disney at that point. Rebels was also really good too. Um, and Rebels had Ahsoka back in mm-hmm. Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And Ahsoka, oh, you haven't seen. You no, haven't seen, don't, you haven't don't, seen, don't, don't say oh, it. Shit. That's a spoiler. That's a spoiler. It is a spoiler. Yeah, don't do it. And it's an EU spoiler. I've never too. watched There's it. EU. I've never watched the show. We're not going to talk about in the next like a minute. Crap. Because we don't want to spoil that. Okay. So All let's right. let's recap. So EU this, surprise. This is... EU surprise for you. Yes. Kraken. Read. Watch it and get yes. back to us. All right. I'll watch the thing I'm going to say to watch later. Ah, shit. I'm going to figure it out now. Okay. Recap. Right. Probably my more 
Oh, wait. Go ahead. I was going to say recap. Let's go through mm-hmm. from acquisition of Disney all the way to including all of the current works of, of Disney Star Wars. If it's a show that continued under Disney, like Clone Wars, or a show that was created by Disney, Rebels, Mandalorian, etc. Considering all that, did Disney kill Star Wars? My answer is yes, but I haven't seen Mandalorian. Maybe my answer will change after I see Mandalorian. Matt? I'm going to say that they did kill it, Okay. but they're slowly reviving it again. Oh, because maybe and, some and, CPR, and some defibrillating action? Yes. So I won't spoil Mandalorian with you, but John Favreau <laughs> is like the executive guy over it all. So he is doing like the whole story. However, he has hired directors to direct individual episodes. Oh, really? So so it's like his story, but each episode a director can do and can do their own take on it. But it's still his story. But that's like their version of his story per episode. Not okay. all episodes have been the best, but like... Interesting. It's good. That's an interesting take. John Favreau, I can't yeah. figure him out. Like, he, a <laughs> lot of people like him, but his work on Marvel, I don't know exactly where his influences were, but like, Marvel is kind of middled out for me, right? Because they, they got old. The, the whole idea got old, not the people, but the idea well, got the, old. Well, the original just... Iron Man. Right. Th- this is Favreau. Original Iron Man is Mandalorian Favreau. Oh, really? Because he, he still had the original Iron Man had a lot of energy and a lot of like just joy with the material. Yeah. I feel like Mandalorian kind of has the same vibe. Okay. You know, like he's fresh to it. He's enjoying himself. You I guess know, I don't he's, know. They're letting him do. Hmm? I guess I don't know what exactly Favreau has done, but I know he's been all like it, I've heard basically that Favreau has revitalized um, the IP. And I know that Disney well, like, you is know, uh, in turmoil uh, right now with with the direction, long term direction of Star Wars. They're even yeah, talking like Favreau sure. is talking with Disney about retconning the 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 last trilogy, <laughs> which is just funny to me. Yeah, that's just funny. Yeah. And I hope they do because it's 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 crap. Maybe they can keep Ray. Sure, I don't care. Like we need well, because um, because Favreau basically started the MCU with Iron Man. Right, Iron Man, kind of. I know, I know. There's Captain America, but I think Iron Man was the one that really brought it up and made it viable. And sure. I feel he's kind of done the same thing with Mandalorian and Star Wars. He's kind of made Star Wars viable again. Right. You okay. Know, there's like an energy to it that I feel is missing from the trilogies from okay. from the from the seven, eight, nine. Okay. Matt, you know, there's an energy. There's, there's direction. There's a passion. You know. So watch it. I want your. I want to see. I want to hear your take. I'll have to figure out how to watch it then. Matt, what do you think? So um, I'm going to pull a a Clint here and say both yes and no, because I can't make decisions. Um, But um, this is my take on it. Has Star Wars or has Disney ruined Star Wars? Yes. Asterisk. They have ruined all the movies. Um, and they have made like, but they made, they ruined the movies because they made all the same mistakes that George Lucas made in episode four, but still pushed it out the door. Like if you've ever looked at, uh, the development of episode four, it was saved in editing. editing yes. Like it was such yes. a terrible movie it in was. the original cut, but Disney was just like, whatever we're, we, we've already got name recognition. We're going to send it out the door. And so instead of making a movie looking at it and saying like oh we need to improve this and that or whatever and fixing it before they push it out the door they managed to push out like five movies in five years and they were all trash or well mostly trash with some debatable so so, but now they're at a point where they're where like you said they don't know what their long-term direction is because they're like oh snap we didn't do this correctly. What do we do now? But you can already see, like Ron has been talking about with uh, the Midi- um, not Mandalorian, <laughs> Mandalorian, <laughs> Mandalorian. <laughs> well, even even the Mandalorian, 
they never say that word in the original trilogy. That's an EU mm-hmm. word. Can, can I give you a spoiler? Mm-hmm. Can I give you a spoiler? How, no. no. A small spoiler. No. No. Give it no. to me after the episode. <laughs> well, it's just one word. No, but... just give it to me after the episode. The Mandalorian right. is an EU word. And uh, and that's that's exciting. I mean... And this is the hill I'll die on. Right. I mean, I don't know. I've watched, like, maybe a little bit of episode one. And uh, the fact that there's a, a Mandalorian clan... And they have, like, you know, structure in the clan and, and family and, and close-knit values. Mm. And, like, that, that you, matters. That's, you've that's seen Clone EU. Wars? You've seen Clone Wars and Rebels? I, ha- I know some big spoilers from those two, but I don't. I, I haven't seen them. Okay. Because those have a lot to do with The Mandalorian, kind of what happens. Uh, okay. Which I, I think I, I probably people. know enough. Okay. Cool. Well, so wait, yeah, wait, oh, I, I what, think there's hope, too. but go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think there there's hope, um, but I think they burnt a lot of goodwill really quickly um, and before they even realized they had burnt it. And so um, like, that's why we don't, we, I think there's like one, there's a movie coming out next year. Um, but then after that, there's like no plans for new movies, which I think is good. Um, yeah. Because like it should be quality over quantity, which has not been the route that they've going. So I well, don't. I think they've ruined the movies, but I do think they are realizing that, and there is definite hope for them because they've been really successful in a lot of the other areas with the um, an, the TV shows and things like a that. New hope. Clint. Clint's look. <laughs> no, it's it's the old. Oh, hope. it's the old hope. Okay. But there's Sorry. there's My no mistake. movies. But Disney's announced like four or five different Star Wars. Disney Plus shows, you know, that I think are going to follow the Mandalorian. <laughs> we found something successful. Roll them out. Copy and paste. Copy so. and paste. Well, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm hopeful because of how well the Mandalorian was handled. I'm an eternal so, pessimist. So, I mean, I, I think they realize they need someone like a Kevin Feige kind of in charge and directing, you know. Um, Who's because Kevin seven, eight, and nine show what happens when you don't. So who's Kevin um, Feige? But, 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 but quickly, uh, he's the head of the MCU. He's like the head, oh, oh, executive okay, okay, director. Okay. Yeah, to help so knit he everything does all together. The story. Yes, he's the one that does everything meshed so well, and he's got authority um, to make decisions and say yes, no, yes, oh, no. Oh, he does. Okay, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, you know, it's um, almost like but, you need uh, somebody Matt, managing really... an IP. <gasps> yes. Matt, really quickly, the machete cut. Let me tell you about that. What is that? The machete cut is basically a way to watch the prequel and the OG Star Wars without ruining anything. Okay, I know um, what you're talking about. Um, where you watch yeah. them out of order. Uh, you watch like yeah, four, so watch... then two, then yeah. No, you watch uh, four, five, two, three, and then six. And you skip out because, on episode one because it's not worth well, watching. Well, you can watch it later. Yeah. Nah. Because the thing is, like, um, uh, three ruins that, you know, uh, Luke is his father. Oh, and, geez. Um, now, no, now no one can watch it, Ronan. Yeah. Well, you, come on. Spoilers. And then I think uh, number th- number number six ruins the Emperor for, for, for two and three. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the way to watch it. Never heard of it. But yeah, machete cut. I've heard of the cut. The, no, uh, the no no jar jar cut and the no cringe cut. Oh yeah, that's just <laughs> removes the pear scene and all yeah. Remove one, yeah. And yeah. and the roll yeah, no, um, hit scene. Four, five, two, three, and six. Cause then that gets Luke's journey in four and five. And then Anakin's journey mimicked Luke mix, mimics Luke's journey in two and three. And then the resolution of both is in six because in six, both are redeemed. Yeah. Right. Four and five. It's like the falling of Luke. Two and three is the falling of Anakin. Six is the redemption of both. Okay. Cool. Definitely uh, an interesting way to go about it. Um, I'm down for another Star Wars watch fest. So Mandalorian. Better better than a Harry Potter watch fest. You're going to literally melt your eyes if you do that all in one sitting. (laughs) <laughs> On that note, I hope we weren't too salty about this. Uh, maybe, 
hopefully we were able to give you something to think about, whether you're a diehard fan or not. Um, we, <laughs> yeah, as always, you're you're welcome to tell us how we were wrong. Um, we have a website, winningsometimes.com. Uh, you, we have an email, uh, winningsometimes, or uh, show at winningsometimes.com. And then uh, sometimes we stream at Twitch, twitch.tv slash winningsometimesshow. Uh, Twitter account, wsometimesshow. Um, yeah. Tell us. Oh, and YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hi. Um, please like and subscribe and uh, throw down a comment how we're wrong. That's a lot of plugs. I'm gonna at the very least how Clint is wrong. Yes. Tell me. Tell me how I'm wrong for being an 11 year old and liking episode four or episode one. Excuse me. One. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And everyone have a good night. Bye. Bye. Night.